You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Seven Lamb Productions presents End of All Hope Season 5 Episode 1 A New Plan Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Is anyone here? Scott? I couldn't stop myself from shaking. I was nervously checking each room as I walked through the hall. I wasn't scared about creatures. I was scared about the house being empty. Although, it could be worse. I shook away the thought and slowly made my way to the dining room. Hello? It's dark in here. She was right. All the blinds were shut. Furniture was upended and blocked some of the windows. The only light seeping in through the cracked sliding glass door was in the dining room, even though it was mostly blocked with a shelf. Hello! Maybe... maybe they're upstairs. While the outside of the house was covered in alien growth, inside was clear. No one was down here but I noticed a purse on the kitchen counter. Its contents spilled out. Someone had dumped the purse. It wasn't Mom's. Then I saw the wallet, the ID. Isabel Navarro. Huh. You know her? It's Christina's nurse. She was sick? She had surgery. I guess Isabel was here too? But Scott didn't mention her. Is that a good sign? What? Her purse being here. I don't know. When I talked to Scott, he said California wasn't hit. But when it was, 
I would think Isabel would leave to get to her family. Maybe she forgot her purse then. Maybe. I walked through the kitchen, taking notice of the dog bowl, half full. I went back towards the front of the house, through the living room. There were cups, bowls, and cans littering the floor. Scott! My shaking had subsided, for the most part, as despair had taken hold. My throat was dry, and I knew calling for anybody was probably pointless. I wanted to cry, but I still held on to the last bit of hope as I went upstairs. As I ascended the stairs, a bunch of images flashed in my mind. None of them were good. Please, please don't let it end like this. But each room I passed was empty. The spare room, the bathroom, and then... The master bedroom. Empty. Sun shone through the curtains, casting a gold glow that illuminated the ruffled sheets and mound of pillows. There were pill bottles by the bed and pills on the floor, empty water bottles on the carpet by the bedside table. <sighs> and just like that, all my hope had faded. Not a soul in the house. Scott, Mom, Christina, and even Isabel, gone. I knew I should look around. And I eventually would, but right now, I just wanted to cry. I wanted to curl up in the sheets and let it out. But before I could give it another thought, Brielle entered the room, her head hanging low. She rubbed her hands together nervously. No one's here, huh? No, no one's here. What do we do now? God damn it. Oh, I, oh God, I fucked up, Bree. I fucked up. This is all my fault. Why they're not here? I rushed us. I rushed Mark. I pushed him. I made him leave New York with me. And Jay? Then fuck! We lose Jay? He's fucking gone. Probably died a long time ago. Then, then I fucking halt our progress wanting to help people? Total fucking strangers. For what? All it did was slow us down. And then you. What? I fucking went back for you, Bree. And Mark was bitten. We should have run. We should have made for the woods. And now he's dead. I went back for you, and he's dead. Hi. I'm sorry. I, I just need a minute real quick to uh, process this. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'll look around for, um... Supplies, then. Yeah, okay. She nodded awkwardly and left the room. My lips quivered and my eyes welled up as I grabbed hard onto the edge of the bed. And that's when the realization set in. That I had now lost... Everyone.
<laughs> there she is. Hey, Dana. Mia? Chris? So, what's up? We have a problem. We always have problems, Roger. When is it this time? Come on, I'll show you. Chris and I followed Roger and Dana outside. We walked along the main trail towards the old entrance. Are you going to show us what those damn things have been building? We can look at that, too. We've heard a lot of noise. Fuckers, don't stop. Any ideas what it is? Not yet. Gail thinks it's a weapon. A weapon? How? I don't know. He's just guessing. He says that because of the noises. Why would they need a weapon? They already destroyed the city. (laughs) It's not a weapon. Two minutes later and we had reached the wood's edge overlooking the city. Roger and Dana stopped. Well, what are we looking at? This. Roger stepped aside and showed alien vegetation on the nearest tree. The fungus, or whatever, was growing up the side. Beyond, more alien growth. Oh, oh shit. It's spreading. Fast. Mm-hmm. I see that. No ships were over here, though. Don't the ships spray that stuff? But it grows. Moves. And it's moving our way. <sighs> Shit. We tried burning it. And? It works, but it also draws attention. We had several thrashers investigate the smoke the other day. Is that what all the shooting was about? Yeah. We were able to kill them all. And Maria did a scan of the surrounding area. It's not poisonous, though. I've had that stuff on me. No, it's not. But if it grows here like it's doing in the city, well, we're going to have some problems. Thrashers eat it. And we don't know about long-term effects. Hmm. Not far away enough from the city. Why do you think we pushed back? Push back any further, and we'll be out the other side. No, you'll hit mountains. Also, we don't know how this will impact our new water supply. The creek? Uh-huh. All the water should be boiled first. It is. Okay. We have the water tower, too. But for how long? I shrugged. This is just going to cause more issues. So, what's the plan? That's the thing, Mia. I don't have one. But that was a lie. Roger did have an idea. I could tell by the way he was pacing. Roger, you can't really push back much further. You gonna tell her? What? Tell me what? We are back in the RV. Chris sat next to me on the couch, Danny leaned against the counter, and Roger continued to pace. Okay, uh, well, I think it's time we leave. We? (laughs) Me. I'm leaving. Ah, but I thought you weren't going anywhere. I mean to look for another place. Wait, what? For everyone. (laughs) What? To move all these people? Yeah, let's face it. This isn't the safest area, and with that alien shit heading this way... Not to mention the ship. And where are you going to drag all of these people? Dana and Roger shared a quick glance, before Roger came over and sat on the couch opposite me and Chris. We heard of another place. Heard? Well, like, through a game of telephone? Mm, Not exactly. Heard from where? Barry found a radio. It works, and we were able to get in contact with other survivors. Really? Where? North of here. Come in. Travis came in, covered in dirt, leaves, and sweat. What the hell happened to you? I slipped on that shit. (laughs) Really? It's fucking slippery. I even see it. 
<laughs> it's on the south side of the camp, too, by the road. We were clearing it out. <sighs> it's all over. Did you tell her? I'm doing it now. Wait, okay, so let's back up, okay? You got in touch with other survivors north of here? I did. Well, me and Barry. Okay. So? They said they had a safe area. No vegetation, no aliens. Uh-huh. How far north? Wyoming. Wyoming! <laughs> oh, Jesus! How many miles is that? <laughs> a lot. There aren't a lot of major cities in Wyoming, so it makes sense it would be clear. It's also pretty barren if you head directly north. This coming from a person planning on heading north on a couple of hidden Harleys. Oh, jealous you didn't find him first. I got the RV. <laughs> doesn't run. No, but it beats sleeping in a tent. Okay, so let me get this straight. You want to take thousands of people on a hike north to some paradise in the plains. It's in the woods surrounded by plains, so we would be just as hidden. Right. What does Jess think about all this? Jess? She's just a kid. Jess is fine. She wants to leave this place. Why? I want to leave this place too, Roger. Chris and I are supposed to head north, even farther than Wyoming. Hudson's working on something for me. So I've heard. So you're really just going to take off? Others have. We haven't finished discussing, though. <laughs> what? We're supposed to head north, right? I, that, was, that was the plan. But Chris shrugged, turned her attention back to Roger. This whole place will be heading north. <laughs> With thousands tagging along? Yeah, no thanks. That's not why we're talking right now. Then why are we? We have to scout out the location first. What? Scout it out? Dana made a good point earlier. We don't know if we can necessarily trust these guys. Well, you think they would lie about their little paradise? We're not sure if they're lying, but also we don't know if this area would be sufficient. Okay, well... What makes you even consider it in the first place? Besides the fucking alien plants? They said they were rangers. Okay, so? We're rangers. <laughs> so what? What, you think these guys are one of you? <laughs> wow, rangers. God, that's just a, a silly name you guys gave yourselves when you came to liberate this quarantine zone. Don't have to mock us. <laughs> I mean, you know, but what makes you think... They're really rangers. There were more of us in the beginning. We were on the radio waves right when this started. Several split off in the group to head home. Others went to the quarantine zone like us. And some went looking for a better place to hide out. And that's these guys? Probably, yeah. Uh-huh. And what makes you really want to travel that far? It'd be a lot easier to just head to the other side of Golden Gate Canyon State Park. Because this is further than any city. And they hold a military base. Like the zone? No, an actual base. An abandoned base, so they say. But they have food, water, weapons. And they even said they had a few working vehicles. And you think that's all true? That's why we want to scout it out. <laughs> okay. Well, then go ahead. What? What, are you looking for my permission? <laughs> no. <sighs> I'm looking for your help. My my help? Hudson's got a vehicle for you, too. I talked to him this morning. It's ready to go. I told him not to tell you until I had a chance to talk to you first. 
Is that right? Go with us. Me and Dana are going to check out the location. I'm going too, and Annie. Right, but Barry, Gail, and Maria are staying back. If it's the four of you, isn't that good enough? We don't know how many to expect. Travel north with us. Let us get at the location. If it's clear and everything's fine, then good. You guys can hop back in your car and continue heading north. Yeah, right off into that sunset. <laughs> We're going north, not west, Travis. Travis scowled and rolled his eyes. Come on, Mia. That'll be the last favor. And you can take anything you want from supplies. I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> I looked over to Chris, but she didn't seem happy. Well? If I say no, does that mean we don't get the car? No, but it might mean you have a guilty conscience. <sighs> Fine. I looked back over to Chris. She now had her arms folded, and she was giving me the side eye. Oh boy. I felt a fight coming. Chris, if you don't want to go, then we won't go. We could just head north by ourselves. Mia, that's not why I'm upset. Well, then what is it? Why do you want to leave so badly? What? Why do you want to leave this place? I mean, you saw the plant life. It's getting closer. And with that ship hovering over the city, I'm- No, I get that. But why? Why do you want to leave the security of this place? If they move north, you still want to leave? I just think we would do better on our own. Why? I told you how I got here. I couldn't have done it on my own. Chris was referring to the group she met at one of the zones before making her way here. Apparently, she made some friends. And I told you how it was before you got here. I, I had my stuff stolen. I was locked away, unable to leave. Creatures attacked. That was before Roger and them, right? Back when it was an actual QZ. Yeah, but... with. With this many people, it draws attention. And we've had several incidents of infected people making their way in and then turning. If it's just us, we only have to look out for us. You just don't want the responsibility, huh? What, responsibility? Look, I haven't done shit since you arrived. Right, but you said you were. A supply runner, right? You said Roger likes you. I didn't say that. I'm saying it then. He wouldn't ask for your assistance if he didn't. I still don't fully understand it, but somehow you... You made it here. And actually helped these people. Yeah, the same people who stole from me. Look, I wouldn't have stayed if it wasn't for you. And for the fact that being a supply runner gave me more security. Exactly. Security. It's a nightmare out there, Mia. You really think things are going to be better with just us two? If we head far enough north... Possibly. Possibly. But you don't know for sure. I don't know anything for sure. I just think we have a good thing here. And I don't know why you're in such a hurry to leave. I don't want to worry about anyone else but you. You don't have to worry about me anymore. 
I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> oh. oh, damn, guys. You're about to bring a tear to my eye. I spun around to see Sammy sitting on his cot under a thick wool blanket. I didn't even know anyone else was in here. Oh, shut up, Sammy. Please don't let me interrupt. I just want to know what happens next on Keeping Up With The Quarantine. Out! Stop, Mia. It's okay. Just forget it. Hey, can I interject for a moment? I don't normally like to pick sides. Unless Travis is on a side, then I'll just pick the complete opposite because, you know, he's a douche and nobody likes him. <laughs> but normally, I don't like to pick sides. But here, I, f I feel like I should say something. What? I'm not sure why he'd want to leave the zone either, Mia. All this talk about you and Roger leaving, and for what? Where do you think it's going to be better than here? Sammy, we've been here the whole time. I mean, you don't wonder if there's a better spot to hole up? You know, a better place where we don't have to listen to the constant humming of an alien ship? I mean, maybe, but I always assumed this wouldn't last forever. I mean, the military will eventually handle all this, right? I don't think so. I think this may be it. Fuck. I never thought of it like that before. Well, that's a pisser, isn't it? Kylie left. Ugh, she had the right idea. I would rather risk my life looking for a new place devoid of all this shit than wait around and push back and back until we're engulfed in alien vegetation. Is that stuff really close now? The edge of the woods. Well, shit. Harold was taking a nap like everything was peachy. I just want to take a chance on a safer place. I know, but can't we still do that by also staying with the group? Safety in numbers, Mia. It works for zebras and wildebeest. Oh, does it really? Mia. <sighs> what? So you want to travel to this military camp? What military camp? I think we should just see. It might be better than anything else we could find. But Wyoming? Wyoming? In the middle of nowhere. <sighs> Fine. I'll talk to Roger. Roger's going too? W what the hell is going on right now? After an agonizing 20 minutes, I forced myself up, wiping my eyes. It's not over yet, Ava. It's time to search the house now. I needed to see if there were any clues to what happened to Scott, Mom, and Christina. Bree? I felt bad for the way I snapped at her. Bree? Yeah? I passed the spare room, but doubled back when I noticed Bree sitting on the bed. What are you doing? I was waiting for you. Oh. Hey, um, I'm sorry. About before. About yelling at you. I'm sorry I held you back. It's not your fault. It's mine. But if I didn't fall in the street- I told you, we wouldn't leave you. 
But now your friend, he's... I know. Now it's us. You and me, okay? What are we going to do now? Now, we're going to search the house. For supplies? For clues. I want to know where my family is. There's got to be something here. A note. Anything. Oh. Okay. We searched the bedrooms first, but didn't find much. We then headed back downstairs. The living room was littered with discarded food and drinks. There were also sheets and a couple pillows on the ground. They must have been staying down here. Why not the bedrooms? I shrugged, then retraced my steps back into the kitchen. The sink was full of dirty dishes. A few roaches scurried across. Hmm. What? They're surviving. I motioned to the bugs. Gross. I noticed more roaches by the dog bowl. She had a dog? Mom did. Cooper? The name was printed on the bowl. I nodded. Bree walked past me and into the dining room. I skimmed through some papers on the counter. They were mostly bills and ads. Why... Why wouldn't he say something? Leave me a note. Leave me something telling me he's okay. Maybe they went out to look for supplies. But when I opened the cupboard, there was still plenty of canned food and box cereal. I don't think that's the case. That's a lot of food. Yeah. Brielle looked outside through the cracked sliding glass door. She pushed the shelf aside that was blocking the door so she can get a better view. Anything? No, just the yard. I'll move this back. Wait. Didn't you hear that? It was far away, Bree. One second. The backyard was small, but completely overgrown. I pushed through the waist-high plants, which left more green streaks on my clothes. At the far end, on a bit of fence, painted white circles. A broken arrow stuck in the bullseye. There was another broken arrow lying in the shrubs underneath. Target practice? Was Scott good at archery? I didn't realize she had followed me outside. No, I don't think he's ever shot an arrow. What about your mom? <laughs> no. Maybe we should go back inside. It's getting dark. I quickly scanned the backyard once more before nodding in agreement. <sighs> we pushed the shelf back in front of the glass door. But when I turned around, I noticed the front door, down the hallway, was still ajar. Bree, you forgot to shut the front door. Oh, sorry. While she took care of that, I scoured the dining room. Come on, Scott. Where are you? Ava! What? Come here! What is it, Bree? Look! My jaw dropped on the back of the door in large white paint lettering. In Bodega Bay. Oh my god. Where's Bodega Bay? North, past San Francisco. Is that where they are? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I thought they would stay here, but maybe. Shoot. I mean, they left this, right? How far is it? Pretty far. I remember Jay saying something about his family heading there. So maybe it's a safe haven. 
Like a rescue area. That could be the case. I just hope it's not a quarantine zone. But I didn't even hear what she just said. My heart was beating rapidly, my mind racing. But a wave of relief washed over me and I couldn't help but smile. My eyes once again welled up. I ran my hand along the words. Maybe they did have to leave. And maybe they did have to leave in a hurry. So Scott or, or mom or whoever left a note for me in Bodega Bay. Okay, okay, Bodega Bay. We can make it. I can make it. And just like that, I was once again filled with hope. End of All Hope Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring Hope Ennis as Ava Adam Jetmore as Jay Jack Austin as Ambridge Gina Coyle as Kylie Evelyn as Brielle Ariel Hack as Mia Nora Darling as Chris Michael Moman as Roger Brett Wilkins as Travis Reed Kreiner as Dana and Gareth Thomas as Sammy. Music provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, Dylan Mixer at DMixMusic.com, and Eldritch Chachala of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black. If you enjoy End of All Hope, visit SevenLamb.com for more podcasts such as this. And don't forget to rate and review. This has been a Seven Lamb production. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.